0: We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to
1: Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. i <laughs>
0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 125 of Married Millennials. We are fresh off the weekend. I babysat the entire weekend, my eight-year-old goddaughter, which I don't even know if it's babysitting at that point. It felt like spending Spending time. time. Yeah, and it was was nice, but I am, uh, I is tired. (laughs) I think my major lesson that I learned... Was that although? I, I, actually, I want to say because if you've listened to the show, you know my progression with with hanging out with kids has been, I mean, amazing. Because it used to be like, no, thank you, and and it's slowly gotten better. But I will say, hanging out with one kid, I think, is a lot more stressful than if you were to have two, simply because you are solely responsible for keeping that kid company and entertained. Whereas if they had another kid. They would entertain one another.
1: Yeah, Joy came home and was absolutely done. Keep in mind, she only had her goddaughter from Friday night until about sunday morning yep. so it wasn't even two full days and joy you would have swore that joy just spent an entire week with her goddaughter and it was funny to see just how spent she was And she's like never again no she didn't say never again no 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 not saying never again but going back to what you just said excuse me i misspoke was when you were, like, oh we have to have at least two kids we are not having one kid yeah not at all because joy was like I couldn't I couldn't just say oh you do this and there's something else similar when we got our dogs like when we first had just Ollie Ali wanted all the attention all yeah. the time was completely reckless and as soon as we got Hazel our second dog he became he's still very dependent and needy
0: Right. but he
1: has someone else he can play with and, and entertain him while we're not he's gone He's a different dog. He is definitely a different dog.
0: Yeah, so I I just I learned that lesson with And no with we're not comparing
1: to... we're not comparing kids to dogs and yes we are no. not parents we understand that it no. could be different but there is something to be said when you have a built-in partner. Like I know that for sure. I look at it with my, my own nephew. You know, I, I know there's times where I wish he had a sibling or someone who was not an adult who could mm-hmm. hang out with him. Or like our neighbors, they you know, they have two young kids and they're always hanging out together. I can only imagine the boredom one of them would have if they didn't have their oh, companion with them. Boredom. Oh, complete boredom. I literally yeah. could not imagine. Or their, how their parents would react, like everything. I think it completely changes the entire dynamic yeah. of everything. And we've always been pretty clear that we want... At least two kids. And I think we've, we've both agreed that that's going to be three kids, which is crazy to think about because we have zero. Like to go from a family of two to a family of five in probably like a short amount of time is exciting and frightening all at the same time.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I, I don't think it makes any logical sense. Like whenever I think about it, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But it just feels right. That's, that's the best way that I can describe that.
1: Well, it's, it's, it's not that it, it's crazy. It's because where we live. It's like living in Los Angeles and when, when you can barely get by when it's just two people. Right. And then you add more mouths to that, it, the, the stress levels just compile up. So instead of, of thinking like that, I have chosen to ignore all of those realities and saying we will figure it out when we are blessed with our first child and our second child and our third child and everything will work out and then we got we have you guys the community our love Jay's crew so we know that y'all help us too it takes a village so right. you will be called upon at that at, at a specific time We'll let you know when that time comes, but just know this is this is part of what you signed up for. You didn't know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but you all will be extended aunties and uncles. Yeah. Help and and you, because me. of that, you <laughs> have responsibilities yeah. built into that.
0: I also took my goddaughter to Disneyland, and it was, I was sad going because I love Disneyland. I, I always have since I was a kid. I feel the magic when I'm there. And it, you guys, it was so crowded. It was. It was crowded to the point where I were. and and the thing is Los Angeles traffic has gotten bad too. So a thirty what should have been a thirty minute drive took me an hour and ten hour fifteen. Then you get there, you have to park, and it used to be you park and you take the tram. Well, now there's a line for the tram, so you can either wait in the line for the tram. Or you walk to the park. Then you have to do the bag check. That line probably took 15, 20 minutes. Then you go through there. You go to the park. Then there's a line to get into the park now. And I know that that Disneyland line was probably a good 30 minutes. So I didn't Easily. wait in that one. So I we went to California Venture and that was probably another 10 minutes. Uh, then... We go on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride and the wait for that ride is 75 minutes. So I don't think we got on our first ride. What what time did we leave the house like 11:30? Yeah, it was about 11:30. Yeah, I don't think we got on our first ride till about 2. She Maybe 2:30. Thir- like I mean it was just I was sad. I was like, wow, this is not. And you know, she's fine because she's younger and she doesn't understand what it used to be. But I I couldn't. I was kind of in disbelief and then we did we went over to the part to Disneyland. And it was the line was less crowded again, so we get in and we rode Pirates of the Caribbean, which that that ride always moves quickly. So I was like, yes. But then we go to ride Splash Mountain, and it says a fifty minute wait. And I was like, okay, cool, because I told her I said, listen, if a ride it says longer than an hour, we're not going to do it. And she really wanted to ride Splash Mountain. It was 50 minutes. I did not really want to ride Splash Mountain because
1: <laughs> you didn't want to get wet. I did
0: not want to get wet. You're like guaranteed to get wet on Slash Mountain. Then you got to walk around wet at the park. So, um, it, but it was our last ride of the day, and I said, okay, fine, let's do it. So we're waiting there, and I'm looking at my my Fitbit. I put my Fitbit on for the the park. An hour goes by, an hour 10, an hour 15. That bride ended up being an hour and a half wait. Jeez. And we got soaked. <laughs> I was not pleased. <laughs> I was not pleased. She sat at the very front. But here's the kicker she got wet and she had nerve to say, I'm cold. <laughs> when we were walking, she's like, Oh, I'm really wet. I'm cold. <laughs> like, of course you are. So, anyway.
1: So the magic of Disneyland is fading?
0: I sure hope not. You know, part of me is hoping that because it's summer. Uh, Even though kids are back in school, but you know, it's summer and I'm just going to give it the benefit of the doubt and we'll go back in winter and hopefully... It'll be better. But other than that, I don't know if Disneyland in the summer is the
1: move. It's not the move. I, t- I told you it wasn't the move. There's so many people there. Yeah. It, it's, it's crazy. And the fact that they can get away for charging what they charge, it's no longer worth it. If you've never been to Disneyland and you don't live in Southern California and you're planning on making a family vacation to Disneyland, I would strongly recommend doing at least a two- or three-day ticket yeah. because you're not going to be able to see everything in one day because the lines are crazy yeah. and it's unbelievably crowded. So yeah. you're you're you literally can't enjoy the fullness of both parks in one day. It's, it it's makes not possible.
0: More sense to me now to stay in the hotel simply 100%. because you get there, you get to go into the park an hour earlier than everyone else if you stay in the hotel. Oh, I didn't know that. So that's good. And then um, I don't know if you could stay later. You know how we did a magic World? hour, the magic hour. Yeah. So I know they have the morning one here. I'm not sure they have the nighttime one, but. That alone would be worth it. And if in the middle of the day you're like, yo, let's go take a nap real quick to, to, to recharge from the sun and these lines, you can go do that. Yeah, that
1: is real. So I, yeah. I would recommend that for all the families who are like, I want to experience Disneyland. Keep in mind, Disneyland and California Adventure are very good parks. Yeah. But you're going to be disappointed if you try to do it in one day. Mm-hmm. You're already going to spend $1,000 on if you just go one day. So you might as well spend 2000 right. and be able to enjoy the you entire park. You get a discount. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying as it as it goes up with the tickets, I'm I'm just saying you, you should do that because it is it's absolutely out of control. But I still love the city. Yeah. I got, I really do. There's something about granted, Disneyland's not in Los Angeles, but I, I, I love I love LA. I love the city. Even with all the overcrowdedness, there's something about it that just continues to bring joy to my heart.
0: I feel like we'll see. That's how I feel about Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah, honestly. So you're getting there. I'm I'm not getting there Because I do like Los Angeles I like what it offers I do not like that I don't like the overcrowding Because after a while That's going to start to suck away the the fun Most definitely Yeah Like overcrowding is an That's a, a legitimate issue That's not like Oh you can deal with it Where would you move? I have no idea. That's I don't think it would be in California. That's the thing. And then that's a whole other challenge. So I'm just trying not to think about it till I have to think about it. And I do, I think the way that life unfolds, opportunities present themselves and like things start to make sense. For sure. Like right now it actually just doesn't make sense to live anywhere else. This is this is where it makes sense for us to live and we both like it. I I really do. I, I love where I live. I'm not complaining, but you know, when I look at the price of housing and you know the quality of life. I, I do like that it's health conscious. I always love love that. that. But yeah, I'm just not sure. I'm. I'm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It just needs to make sense.
1: I'm good with that. This is this is news to me because I feel like every time I have dabbled on the the idea of leaving California. Joy has been extremely, extremely hesitant. That's
0: not true. This
1: that is very true because you always come back with my family wherever my family's is. I'm out not here.
0: leaving California for like Minnesota. Like you know, what I mean, like you got Joy, me twisted Joy, in that Joy, I like, have <laughs> never.
1: Can we? Yeah. Here you go with your again your extremism. I can. I can. No, leave. no, no. You're being extreme. I have never once said we're moving to Minnesota. That has never been. That was never presented. So the fact that you're gonna say, "Oh, that's not true. I'm not moving to Minnesota." You're made.
0: it blows my mind. Why are you so hyper? Right because
1: <laughs> because it blows my mind how often you do this. It's like Joy will try to like, compare or make an analogy to, to prove herself right. And in this point, it's just so reckless and ridiculous and has never come up at all.
0: So and maybe, this is just a constant pattern that persists in our lives. What if this is just a way for me to say that you've presented whack options? Say that. Well, okay, but I'm just, that was like a
1: hyperbolic example. No, the problem is is your hyperbolic (laughs) examples are ridiculous. Like Granted, that is what a hyperbole is. Yeah, that's what a hyperbole (laughs) is. But it's like you can't use hyperboles every time you try to bring in your your point. Because at some point, no one's taking you seriously because you can't even present a strong argument because you're just using hyperboles. So let's work on that. I, I enjoy hyperboles; they're fun. they're they are reason why they exist, but that can't be your go to argument. Hyperbole,
0: but okay. What's that? It's just hyperbole. You keep saying
1: hyperboles. I was letting you get away with it, but it's a hyperbole. <laughs> I could, I could I say what I want. I'm, I'm just saying.
0: Oh, well, so can I presen- No,
1: present a stronger argument that's not a hyperbole. That's okay, all so I'm my saying. My
0: stronger argument is that you've never presented a place where that's been like, oh yeah, that makes sense, like ever.
1: So you, you would be opposed in New York. I wouldn't be up. So, hold on. So, so let me present to you all the examples right now. No, stop. No, no, no. Don't try to cut me off. So, New York is, is, is a whack place, is what you're telling me. Washington, D.C. is a whack place. Yeah, I don't want to live in Washington, D.C. Uh, possibly somewhere in Maryland is a whack place. Man, cool. uh, Atlanta, I have toyed with, but we both are like, huh. So, the, my problem So, so, so I, I presented four.
0: Listen, so, my my four. problem with with those and those last are all those three, are all
1: close to Minnesota, right? Okay,
0: right. Okay, so my last those last three, I I actually really do like DC. I think DC is dope. I don't think I would love DC in the winter. So I could do the reason why New York would be okay is because New York in the winter, at least you have public transportation. I'm not trying to drive in snow ever. It's not something I desire to do. So if I I can, I don't want to move to a place where I'll be driving in snow. Okay. So that and that like disqualifies a lot of places, and then you have like the Nevadas and the Arizona, and I don't really desire to live. In have those I places. ever said that? No, I, I. At this point, I'm just talking about the states okay, but and the I'm United say- States of America. Okay. Is that okay with you?
1: No, because <laughs> you, just, you just don't connect no. your you don't connect your arguments, and, right. and then uh, you want to look at me like I'm crazy when I call you out on all this stuff. I'm like this is what you do. very
0: feisty this morning. I'm so calm. I'm not. <laughs> I'm so calm. You're very feisty, I'm,
1: <laughs> Joy. You you're magical. How you're flipping this on me? You <laughs> present you present a poor argument. Mm-hmm. Your poor argument is then called out, and then it and it's shown how it's persist over years of our relationship. And now I'm feisty.
0: You got all that from that conversation we just had. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well,
1: I'm, but I'm I'm feisty. Am yeah. I feisty or you're in denial? What's, the, I'll let the, what, people what's say. the two?
0: I feel like they would say you're feisty.
1: Oh, of course. And also they that I'm p- presenting a poor argument. You guys are
0: very fair. <laughs> very fair. Like, yeah, you guys are both right.
1: Yeah. So, so reckless. But I, I am open to where life takes us, and I think that's the, the beauty of it all is not being resistant To where it goes, I think Joy and I are pretty much very resistant of not living in some type of city, (laughs) like just like to be out in the sticks somewhere that you're not close to the action and culture. We're not into that. I feel unless it's like a mountain.
0: Yeah, I said I feel two ways about that. On one hand, I feel like I don't want to be in the suburbs. I don't want to be anywhere where I can't feel some type of energy. So I need to either feel like extreme nature energy or like hustle and bustle energy. I can't do...
1: Just middle America? Yeah,
0: like not even middle America because there's burbs out here and I just... There's something about the energy there that I can't get with. It's a lot of parks and... (sighs) Like, you know, soccer on Saturdays. And I just, I have a hard time with that energy. There's nothing wrong with it. I actually think that those areas are amazing for kids. I mean, amazing, amazing. And I always say, like, even when we're out by my mom, like, why don't I want this? Because it seems like a really good idea, but I know me and it wouldn't work. It just would not work. So uh, yeah, Uh, my ideal situation is to be in a cabin in the woods, not like the haunted movie or the scary movie, uh, a nice cabin in the woods, like surrounded by all these beautiful trees. And then you walk out and there's like a cliff and it overlooks the ocean. Like that's, that's my ideal circumstance. And the nearest town is about like a 25 minute drive, um, but I'm safe. And there's a really good store there. And maybe I can get groceries delivered. That would actually be like the most ideal situation because then I don't even have to leave.
1: (laughs) That is the anti-ideal situation in my world.
0: Because I'm a hermit. Like, I really am on the inside. Well, and the outside. I just, I prefer not. I I think in my mind, I'm like, could I just not?
1: (laughs) Can we talk about Joy being a hermit for a second? Last weekend, not not this past Sunday, but the weekend before that, we went to a brunch. And joy beforehand was just like you know I'm feeling a little a little antisocial. i no, need I'm just I depleted. need to recharge. It's not so,
0: antisocial. Okay. I need to explain this for all my introverts out there. Okay, my energy stores have been depleted again, and that's also why this weekend was hard for me. Not because I couldn't handle hanging out with my goddaughter because I love her and I, it was great, but I was already depleted, so I was really picking up from energy that I didn't have, and it required every second of my attention, which was very difficult for somebody who already doesn't how much to
1: give. All right, continue. Okay, so we're we're at this brunch. Hundreds and hundreds of people. The DJ is rocking. We have friends there. It's a very social time. I look up. Joy finds a a back wall where no one can see her is sitting in a chair reading a book on her iPad. In the middle of the brunch, she literally just said, I quit. And got up and walked this little dark corner and is sitting with a smile on her face, <laughs> so reading a book on her iPad. And my friend and I just look at each other and start laughing. Like at that point, you were just authentically you. Like yeah. I commend you for being 100% you in a space where you're just like, you know, I can no longer occupy this space. <laughs> no. So I am going to go and become a recluse and lay there, or not lay there, or come sit there and, and read my book.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just, I feel like you can't relate to that feeling unless you've had it. Like, you know, it's not anything that anyone could relate to unless you, I think you're introverted. Because it does, it gets to the point where I, you, you, as much as you feel energized by a crowd is how much I'm being drained by it. So, like, that feeling of hype that you're feeling, I'm feeling somebody pulling energy out. You're feeling, you know what I'm saying? I hear you. Like So, it's the exact opposite of what's happening to you is happening to me. So, if you could just imagine that. And I I think extroversion is a weird thing too because your energy, you like deplete your own energy. I have no idea. So I know that you recharge going, being around other people. But if you're by yourself, you start to feel drained. Is that?
1: Not necessarily. I just feel extremely bored when I'm by myself. Oh,
0: God. I'm never bored by myself. I actually get more bored with other people than I do myself. Interesting. Way more bored. Like especially if the conversation isn't like flowing. It's not an intellectual conversation in any way. Uh, my least favorite thing is when people talk about their jobs for a long time. <laughs> it's my least favorite thing. I I completely disengage. I'm like, so you're just gonna tell me about your job? You already don't want to be there, right? Like you're telling us about how you don't want to be at your job and how whack it is, but you're gonna talk about it for like. Thirty minutes—it's my least favorite thing, and everyone does it. So really,
1: especially in this town,
0: yeah. Like, so I just want to say, keep in mind when you're talking to people, try not to talk about your job and how whack it is.
1: (laughs) Like, really,
0: I'm—that's some real talk. Facts.
1: That's very good advice. It's
0: it's my least favorite conversation. It happens all the time, and every time in my head, I'm like, oh, here we go again.
1: It goes to the point that we have—we've lost the ability to communicate about anything that's important in our lives as we spend so much time on our phones and communicating via text messages or memes or gifs or dms whatever it is is that we, we use other methods of communication as our primary method of communication so when we're forced to sit in a group and just talk we struggle and specifically in this town this town is built on who you are and what you do that becomes the immediate lead-in conversation. Also, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, well, I do this, this, and then it leads to this whole conversation. Then somehow traffic comes up in every LA conversation, and then talking about oh, I live in this part of the city, and then we never leave. It's like the, I can I can walk and tell you what a standard yeah. Los Angeles conversation is. It's oh well, what do you traffic. do? What do you do for a living? Oh, okay, this is oh that's great. Blah 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 blah. Oh, so where do you live? Oh, I stay on this side. Ooh, the West Side. Ooh, the Valley. So then there then there comes that whole borough conversation yeah. and the traffic. Then global and, warming. And Comes
0: up, and like, then, oh, summers haven't been like this.
1: <laughs> and then it comes out. Then it comes back to wherever we're at. Oh, you know, so this is a, a dope event. How did you hear about it? And then it's like, okay, well, I'll see you later. So that that is the the circle of conversation that happens in LA, and, and it just it, it it is a little a little tiresome. When I, I,
0: when I tell you, I have no interest in those.
1: I mean, none. And
0: those are the kind of conversations that suck your energy away
1: the most.
0: I, I I I honestly want to talk about what your soul is interested in doing, like, and I don't mean I'm that. With you in on a that. Li- I don't mean that lightly. Like, that is like, what does your soul want? What feeds your soul? What's your passion? What brings you the most joy? What What do you? Who do you love? Why do you love them? Like, I just those are the kind of conversations that I want to have,
1: not. I'm with you. Like, I can't deal with so th- it. This weekend, I watched Tony Robbins' I'm Not Your Guru. Oh, did you? The video, or the, the, the little documentary, documentary on Netflix. Yeah. My man Tony Robbins is next level dialed. I knew he was next level dialed, but the thing I love about Tony Robbins in, in this presentation, it, it follows him over his his big conference that he does every year called date with destiny and it's a six day conference yeah it's like let, let's and each swear by that by the way and it's oh i after watching that documentary i would gladly pay five thousand dollars to be in that room without yeah. without question i would pay five thousand dollars to be in that room six day conference often a 12-hour day and here's like, the fact that Tony Robbins is facilitating a six-day conference in these days or 12 hours a day. Now, granted, I'm sure he has other people that come and help facilitate, but he still like, has to go in. Like This is a 12-hour day for six consecutive days to facilitate thousands of people's, or excuse me, to facilitate conversation <laughs> amongst, like, the thou- exactly, <laughs> amongst thousands of people is beyond impressive. But the thing I loved most about this, this doc is Tony Robbins is a humanist. And he has found the ability to just connect on a real human and soul way, and that's what I loved. And I'm sure there's a lot of parts of the of the event that obviously we don't see where he's right. on stage just talking, but the part that really captured me is is I love the humanist approach of speaking, and he did an unbelievable job. And I, that's where I have struggled in my speaking is I don't necessarily enjoy sitting on a stage and just talking at people for 30, 45 minutes. I want to come in and I want to feel you. Like I want to feel your heart. I want to feel your soul. I want to touch you. I want to connect with you in a way that you can't do if I'm just standing on a stage and you're hearing me speak. Mm-hmm. And deli- And yes, I can deliver messages that, that can inspire you and can change you, but what got me was seeing his one-on-one interaction with people and then watching the emotions of Tony Robbins and this other individual connect and work and you, and you can feel that energy and I can only imagine what it feels like when you're in the room and it's like that's what moved me. I could, I'm sure he teaches dozens of strategies and has all kind of things. I'm sure that's all great information but there's a reason why the documentary focused on those one-on-one connections because it was a true human experience and I won't ruin it but there was one particular interaction he had with a woman who had a traumatic story an absolutely traumatic story. And they just poured in, and Tony Robbins got emotional. And that was, they filmed it in 2014. And this woman now, fast forward four years, is now speaking across the world, telling her horrific story and empowering people who've experienced similar things. And it was just like, I can believe that the shift that happened immediately mm-hmm. in her life. But it, it, was, it was, for me, it was just a reinforcement of like when I speak, I want to move in, in that level to not just lecture and talk, but to connect and feel and grow and move because to me, that's where all the work is done. I still, yes, want to speak to a million people. That is definitely on the on the bucket list, Like to, to speak in front of a million people. Now, to get a million people in one place, that might be a challenge, but the beauty of live streaming and all of that is possible. To speak to a million people is definitely the goal, but it's like I would find probably more joy and value in a small group of 50 people who I can really really touch and work through and we can have conversations and we can cry together we can laugh together than to come on stage and deliver a message and I don't necessarily get to touch mm-hmm. anyone in the audience. I feel like that's all manageable though. Oh, definitely. And yeah. but but that's just that's that's what I'm learning. It's like I have a I have a speech this afternoon. I'm going to a high school and speaking with with, with, with a group of, of people. And I, my whole time when I've been preparing for these thoughts, it's like I don't want to just go up there and talk to these kids. It's like what can I do that can allow me to engage with these kids mm-hmm. and and sit down and create? And so as we continue to record this show, I'm still thinking about what I'm going to do this afternoon uh, with these kids because it's, I, I want to do more. I, I don't want to just leave and say, like, oh, I appreciate that nugget that this guy dropped it's like man I appreciate this relationship that this guy established with mm-hmm. me. Like to me that is more important than just speaking.
0: I I mean I wholeheartedly agree, you know that I do. I I'm really in a, a phase where I am embracing authenticity and not as a social media buzzword, <laughs> <laughs> but, but but in actuality, I I want to be authentically me and this week I actually Gave up social media. I deleted all the apps from my phone. I'm still, I think my Facebook is still activated because I need to leave it activated for um, for Love Jays. But I, I've i completely disengaged because I realized that every time I was logging on, and I've known this, this is not news news. Um, I was, wasn't was feeling good about it. I would see people's stories, feel feelings of envy or jealousy or inadequacy. And the thing is, I know that those things aren't true. I know that I'm, I'm enough, as, as the mantra says. I, I am enough. I've said it to myself enough. I've, I believe it. Even before I was doing the mantra, I, I knew that as a fact. However, that doesn't stop the feeling from coming. So then what I was having to do is, okay, that feeling of envy or inadequacy or whatever comes my way, and then I have to shut it down and go, oh, no, 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 that's not true. That's just a lie. You can look past the lie and then continue on. And I really was sitting there. I said, but why am I even doing that? Is this platform, or are all of these platforms worth me having to talk to myself every day in a way that's like convincing myself that I'm cool? Like, no, 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 you're good. Everything's fine. You're doing a good job. That's too much. That's real. It's way too much. So, you know, now I'm in a space where I think this whole year has been a year of you know, putting myself out there, trying new things, things that I should do, things that I could do. And 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 not in a bad way. I don't be like, oh, I've only done things I should, and, and that's bad. Because I think it, you should try things that you should do, see how that feels for you. And they felt pretty good. But for the rest of this year, I only want to do things that bring me joy. Truly, that's it. That's that's the mission for the rest of the year Does this bring me joy? Yes. Okay. I'm going to do it. Does this bring me joy? No, I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to have the courage to keep those lines firm. Uh, Because I think what happens is, you know, deep down inside, hey, this isn't really doing it for me, but it's Kind of like you know, it's what everyone else is doing, or it's necessary for your business or whatever. I'm blessed in that I have Justin who will be (laughs) taking over social media. Because I was sitting (laughs) there, I was sitting there. It was Friday. I was sitting on the bench, and I, you know how you press the apps and they start to wiggle, and you can press exit. And I was getting ready to exit out of all the social media apps, and I said, "Oh, I should probably check in with Justin first because you know he's the other half of this partnership." And I called him and let him know. And you were more or less okay with it. Well, what was your reaction? You knew it was coming.
1: I knew it was coming, but what are you going to say? No, I need you to keep the app, right? Like you, it, it's just an L. It, it was a courtesy call to let you know that this is what I'm doing, and I'm done. I'm that, that's done. all it was.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm just not doing it anymore, I, and I don't. I, I'm. I'm thinking it's going to be about eight weeks. That's. That's kind of the. The time frame that I'm thinking it's going to be. And even then when I come back, I think it's going to be in a very mild fashion simply because it's it's not, I don't think it's good for your, anyone's psyche, but it's especially not good for mine. Oh, there, There's been it. research on it. Yeah. I can feel it. And I think, I think that's part of being self-aware. That's part of taking care of your mental health is realizing, hey, this thing isn't helping me. And again, the knowledge is there that it's everyone else's highlight reel. That knowledge is there. You know that. Correct. I know that. Does it make you feel good to see it though? No. No. You feel like you're not doing enough. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. It's
1: it's like a built-in feeling of inadequacy. Yes. And you're constantly comparing... And it's yeah. like that comparison, again, is the thief of all joy. And then you aren't trusting the timing of your life. Right. Like I, like I know I'm 100% guilty of this. Every time I look and I'm just like, well, why am I not doing things? And then, oh, you know, I'm told, oh, you guys should do this. But it just doesn't feel authentic to me. No. So then I don't do it. But then it's like, well, because I'm not doing it. Is that the reason why we're not progressing? No. Like it just becomes this, this dog and pony dance or this show that you're just trying to – to figure out on, on what makes sense, but yeah, joy has joy has given up on on social media. I shouldn't say given up; she's just fully I've, retired. I've released
0: its control on my
1: soul. And you know what, what what what's crazy is I would love to join, but it's like I can't. It's like social media is a part of our business, so it's like it has to be a function of it. You could take the eight weeks after. Yeah, there, there is something. Or I can just ask one of you guys, are, are any of you right now listening super social <laughs> media savvy and would like <laughs> to take over the Love J social media? We would, we will gladly love to have you a part of our team. So if you're like, look, we need you guys on social. We like what you guys do. Um, let me help you. No problem. I'm, I'm throwing this out there. Shoot us an email info at com. Like if you want to be on the Love J social team and you have amazing ideas that you think can help propel this yeah. and would require the two of us not to have to have constant conversations about what we need to do to continue driving yeah. our social media. We would love to talk to you. Yes. Yeah, we absolutely love to talk another to you. And I think
0: that driving insane will be out somewhere and just be like, "Did you post? Did you take a picture? Did you post?" That I don't think you understand how much that irked me cuz I'm out here trying to enjoy my Hey, did you did you post? Did you do that? <laughs> and then we just get home and I'm trying to unwind from the social thing we did. Did you post that picture? <laughs> Negro. Like I can't I can't do it. So, um, and, and again, that doesn't mean we won't revisit it, but the, it does mean that when we do revisit it, it will be different.
1: Oh, mo- most definitely. You know, I, I have I have another ask. While, while we put out the, the ask of social media, I have another ask: who would who would like to to volunteer themselves? And I'm not saying it, it by volunteering. This is an unpaid opportunity, but we're going to start with who would like to who would be interested. I shouldn't say volunteer. Who would be interested? This is episode 125. Joy and I have recorded 125 episodes. In those 125 episodes, I think we've said some pretty cool things, some things that people would enjoy hearing more about or, or letting it sprinkle amongst their, their mind. Again, as a friend, start healthy conversation. Who would be interested in going back and listening to all 125 episodes of Married Millennials and while you are listening, you write down Key nuggets, or you just identify key markers, time points from this point to this point that you think would be beneficial to reshare, where we we repurpose that material into quotables. Quotables. That's what I'm looking for quotables that we can repurpose and use on our social media or repackage it and put it somewhere else. Who would be interested in that opportunity? We could do it. But it's a little different when you listen to yourself to identify quotables. I think Mm -hmm. that's just very vain. (laughs) Like, I'm going to go listen back to my own content and think, this is a quotable.
0: No, because sometimes I'll say something and be like, that was fire, and like no one cares, but I'll say something that's just me being me. And people draw people a lot too, Several like, people say something. Correct. So it's, it's interesting because you, do, you don't know. So you really do need another story. Or
1: it's years. like, if you're like, I may not be down for 125 episodes, but I'd be down to do 25. Yeah. And then four other people or five other people would be down to do 25. Who would be interested in that opportunity? Please let us know. Info at lovejays.com. Again, send us an email. I feel like
0: we need an Indeed we'll page. Send, a, like. send us
1: a DM, but like on the real, it it would be nice because I know join. We often forget things that we have said, but I you know in the world of social where you're, you're continually putting out new content or people want to know. You know What you've talked about, being able to take that information and represent it again, and then that could spark new conversation amongst the two of us. There's things that we said in 2016, 2017 that aren't necessarily the same or we don't believe the exact same thing in 2018. So to be able to take that information and then have a new conversation about it would be really, really dope.
0: The fact that I was talking about how not to be on social media anymore and you're asking for stuff for social media is just crazy to me.
1: Correct. <laughs> well, you, well, it's a balance. It's like I, I got I to use it in, in a way that could help us. To, to keep our social media alive without the demands of. And I think that's where the, the struggle came is that we didn't do a good job in forecasting our social media to where that we didn't have to think about it. We were always dependent on each moment making things happen. So if someone went back and listened to 125 episodes and pulled two quotables from 125 episodes, that's 250 pieces of content that can be used. And that, that's almost a four-year of content. That can get posted on social. I honestly don't even
0: care.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just really don't. So I I am asking I I'm asking you guys for your help. Who would be interested in helping me? Not helping Joy, helping me yeah, I'm in, done. in identifying some quotable. I'll that, still be that on Instagram
0: live. I w I wanna say that. I'm still gonna be on Instagram live because I do enjoy that because that's I feel like an authentic hangout. that's good connection. That's using social media as it should be to, as for communication and connecting people you wouldn't otherwise be able to connect with.
1: okay. Well, I'm glad that you're still going to show up for that. Yeah, I, I do appreciate it. Pillow Talk Live is fun and enjoyable. Did you think that I was it? Oh, I, didn't, I thought you were 100% going to be there. I didn't, I didn't okay. have any questions that you were going to quit on, quit on our, our Pillow Talk Live. So those two things. If you want to take over Love J's social media, let's talk. And if you want to help us in identifying quotables from our previous episodes, we'd like to hear from you. DMs or email info at lovejays.com. We would greatly appreciate it.
0: Yeah, if you want to talk to me, only email.
1: (laughs) Straight up. Joy is so done right now. Even your whole vibe and energy has completely changed. Done, yeah. You're just done.
0: Oh, I'm re-treating within myself, like 100%. And I've been saying that for a long time. Like, I think I just need to go within. You know, I'm totally zinned out now. I meditated twice yesterday. Very happy.
1: Very happy. Meditation is just so key. Have you guys started your meditations yet? I don't know if you have or not, but if you haven't, get your life right. It makes an unbelievable difference. I can, out of those, what, three weeks when I had a bad three-week hiatus into where my energy levels are when I don't meditate into where they are when I do meditate, I'm a different person. It's very noticeable with you. Very, very noticeable. Very noticeable.
0: Like To the point where I I can tell, but I don't say anything because I know it's just going to rile you up. I don't want to be like, hey, have you
1: meditated? Yeah, don't, don't say that.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't but, say that. I, I, but I already know the deal. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's no way. Because you know what it is? You're not centered. No. You get centered very quickly when you meditate, but when you don't, you get off-centered just as fast.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a trip. It, it, it's yeah. an It's an interesting experience to... To feel and I, I can literally feel the the physical shift like mm-hmm. within my body,
0: but you would think
1: knowing that that you would just keep
0: meditating, I mean you do for the most part yeah
1: I, I definitely do for the most part and it, it just the new phone messed you up a little bit
0: that's really what happened because you have to charge yes, it. yes
1: that it did throw me off my yeah. my nighttime stuff like that that has for sure thrown me off and that's why I said maybe I should get those pods because i don't like the way all the other wireless mm-hmm. earbuds fit in your ear, like the pods are just like comfortable, and they don't but I, I don't know. I, it's it's not an excuse, or I can just charge my phone when I wake up. Yep. I haven't done my nighttime meditations in a while, yep. but I've been very consistent with my morning meditations. I think those
0: nighttimes make the biggest difference, though. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, maybe
1: I need I to figure. Well, maybe I need to I need to figure something out. But my meditations help. Make sure you guys hop on your meditations if you haven't. If you need resources, we have those. And if you're not subscribed to the weekly wellness newsletter, again, I don't know what oh you're my doing. Guys, Joy is out here dropping bars. I'm just pretty
0: sure I know what next week's challenge is going to be. Just
1: see, <laughs> heads up. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm just saying, dropping bars. As Joy retreats in herself for these final few months of the year, it's, the fact that it's going to be September in a few days is absolutely crazy. Happy Virgo season, by oh, the way. Oh, my gosh. I shouldn't have even said it. All Happy these damn Virgo season. Speaking of you Virgos, <laughs> why are you guys the only sign in the world that has to announce that Virgo season is coming? I don't see any other sign that's like, oh, it's Aquarius season, uh, yeah. it's Capricorn season, it's Pisces season, do Gemini do it, but season. But they don't
0: do it collectively. It's like you have your one friend, but the Virgos show out. It's like, okay, it's I mean, Virgos season. I show Because out. real recognize Y'ar real. Y'all just extra like, light it. skin. That's no, what y'all are.
1: Y'all real light skin.
0: We are just proud to be who we are. And I will say, like, <laughs> as far as the whole Zodiac, Aquarius have a bad bag too, but Virgos get, like, just there, no one is out for Virgo in a, in the best way. It's not like oh yeah, like no one hypes Virgo up, so Virgos have to hype themselves up. That's what it is.
1: I, it's, it's too like much. It's like I'm a Virgo
0: and I'm proud. Like, you guys, say
1: you guys literally hype yourself. It, like it is just some some national holiday I that occurs for a month. In
0: my heart, feel like it's the best sign. I don't feel like any signs are any worse. But if you were to ask me, like, what's the best sign? Unequivocally, I say Virgo. Like I'm just very proud to be. A Virgo. aren't you proud to be an Aquarius?
1: I am, but it's like yeah. I'm not out here do you hyping feel it feel like announce, Aquarius is the like, best. Like you eye. guys are marching. It's like the million man march <laughs> down D.C. Like we just letting y'all know it's Virgo season. It's like why? Like what but is? But you know what's what interesting is, is
0: Virgos don't really hang out with one another. Like they don't. I, I but but we do. We we support one another. Tough, but we. I don't think. Like I have. Well, I have a new friend that's a Virgo. Actually, I have a couple Virgo friends, but. But I don't know, we're all pretty specific in our personality. So it's just like, I appreciate you for being you, even if it doesn't vibe with me. But like, we're, I think it's a very authentic sign. Virgos are Virgo no matter what. Like, that's actually what I would say a Virgo is
1: no matter what.
0: <laughs> My dad's a Virgo. Think about that. Yeah, exactly. I so. just
1: I don't I don't understand why you guys feel the need to parade around the world telling everyone I t- literally it's your season. Just
0: explained to you why. I I still it's Virgo season,
1: and uh, bow down, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. See that's what happens. Y'all Beyonce's got Beyonce. Virgo. <laughs> it's like you got Beyonce, and now the whole world doesn't even know how to act. Yeah, it's just we go out here and, and she's
0: just... hella proud to be a Virgo. Like what? What do you want?
1: You, got, you guys are, are full of yourselves and way, and way too much, way too much. Although I, I do have, before we, before we get out of here, with me. I do want to make yeah. a, a quick note. I was asked this weekend to be the best man in my brother's wedding. Mm-hmm. So that was the, the exciting news of the week. He's getting married next summer. To a Virgo. Oh, my, here you, guys, <laughs> here you guys go. So my brother and I both married Virgos. Yes. We will be marrying Virgos. I've married. He will be married. Yep. That's interesting. I wonder what, what, what was the attraction And your sister's a, a cusp. But she's not one.
0: She, but, yeah, so now I'm a, so I'm a best
1: man. This, is my, this will be my first time actually being in a wedding. I've attended a few weddings. I think this is the first year since we've become adults that we haven't ha- attended a wedding in 2018. And I don't think we have anything on the calendar.
0: When was that year? wedding that we went to? Was that I think that was last winter. That was last year.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, yeah. we've had at least one wedding for the past few years, and this yeah. is the first year where we will not be attending a wedding, at least that we know of. Granted, it, it's August, so something can happen, but most people get those invitations months out in advance. So it would fact, have
0: to be like a a December a, a, a wedding. Quick, like yeah, we're eloping. Come now. Yeah,
1: exactly. So we haven't. And done I it. would. Yeah, I, I would i love i love going i weddings. love weddings yeah. They're, yeah they're very enjoyable to see families and friends it's just it's a beautiful to see love in its purest form is yeah. enjoyable
0: and congratulations on being best man
1: babe. yes thank you very much i I'm mean exci- I, he's your I'm, brother so it's not yeah funny. he is but i'm excited i yeah. i didn't expect it to, to be you the really best didn't man. yeah so it, caught, it caught me off guard uh, but now it's like okay i can i can i can make this thing work and we can rock and roll it and see what it's like i'm, I'm definitely excited because, again, I like attending weddings, so now I get to be in a wedding. The last wedding I was in was my own.
0: Okay, yeah. See, I did the of honor thing.
1: So so you've had that experience. I haven't.
0: Being in a wedding is actually nice because you know, after having one, because I, w- I was in a wedding after our wedding, so after having one, you have a better idea of what you should be. Got you. And you know how to support that person and I- make sure that they're taken care of because you've done it.
1: I feel that. Whereas
0: and- if you haven't, like you're just kind of like, mm,
1: that's real, and I, I, I gave them two pieces of advice when we were when we were talking that they hadn't thought about. And I was just like, "Yeah, these are things that you know, I can tell you because I, I experienced the day that you're going to want to experience you know, while you're there to make sure everything works out well." So I'm definitely excited for that. You going to tell the
0: pieces the nuggets
1: or no? No, I'm not going to tell the nuggets. No, no nuggets. Oh, yeah. The nuggets well, will the only be, the nuggets will only be shared for those who are married. And if you want me to be in your wedding, then I can give you those nuggets. Or if you invite me and you ask to send me an email, I could I could tell you those too. But you got to work for these nuggets. I can't just give you all the nuggets for free. But I'm very excited about that. So congratulations to them. Make sure you guys have an amazing week. If you subscribe to the weekly wellness newsletter, you'll know that Monday was just because day. So Joy issued a challenge to do something sometime this week just because. You don't need any reason to do it. You don't have. You don't need to explain why you're doing it. It's just just because. So I know it's just because day was Monday, but just because day is going to be this week. Mm -hmm. Just Just because because week. week. Just because week. So do something that that you love just because out of the goodness of your own heart. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you are loving what you're hearing, Please, please leave us a review. And of course, tell your friends about it. And as always, let's get the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page.
0: Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.